0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Thinking all Right podcast. I am your host, Jacob Hanoyan. and in today's episode, we are going to go over what the Democrats are doing with their newfound power. Uh, as we all know, they've recently gained control of the executive branch with Joe Biden as president, Kamala Harris as vice president, and they've taken over the Senate, which was controlled by Republicans for the last two years. I'm not sure, maybe four years, I'm not really sure on that one, but anyway, they have 50-50 split there, Kamala Harris splits the 50-50 vote, so they have control there, and, you know, they're really confusing me at this point, because Joe Biden hid in his basement for his entire campaign, the only way, the only reason he got as many votes as he did was he wasn't Trump, that's why... Most people voted for him because, I mean, what what are you voting for Joe Biden for? Like, what policy do you like about Joe Biden? His whole campaign, he he just literally didn't say anything. He hid in his basement and said, "Oh, you don't deserve to know what you." Oh, and then he lied. You know, he's he said, "No, I'm not. I'm not opposed to the Keystone Pipeline." First day in office, signs an executive order to get rid of the Keystone Pipeline. But anyway, not the point right now. Maybe we'll get into that later, but he ran on the fact that he wasn't Donald Trump. The Democrats said Donald Trump is the worst thing that could happen to America. We have to get him out. We have to get him out, and they got him out, and after all the shenanigans that happened on January 6th, they got Trump deplatformed. He can no longer post on Twitter, and really, we haven't heard anything of him since he left the White House on January 20th or 19th. He's been in Florida golfing, not making any news. But the Democrats are bringing him back into the news, which makes no sense. If he was so bad for America and we had to get past him, why has all you been doing over the last month talking about Donald Trump? Like, what what have they done in the last month that doesn't have to do with Donald Trump? I can't think of one thing. The only thing you see in the news is The impeachment trial. Now that he was acquitted for the second time, Nancy Pelosi wants a commission on a 9-11 style commission on what happened on January 6th. Why? It's over. There has been no other unrest at the Capitol. It's been a month and a half. Get over it. Okay? You guys have control over everything. And you're using it to de-platform a little, literally a civilian, a normal civilian who's sitting in Florida golfing. He's not fussing about not being able to tweet anything. You haven't heard anything out of Donald Trump directly. The only Donald Trump news is coming from the Democrats. It's an obsession at this point. Like, it, it makes no sense to me. It really doesn't. Their whole campaign was about Donald Trump, and now that they won, they got Donald Trump out, their, all their policy is just Donald Trump. Like, what is going on? It makes no sense. And what is even funnier to me is that, you know, they started this impeachment trial, and they impeached him, the Senate hearings were his past week, and... The Democrats will come on the news and say, there's so much evidence, there's overwhelming evidence that we have to impeach Donald Trump. He's 100% guilty of inciting violence at the Capitol on January 6th. Well, if there's so much overwhelming evidence, why are you doctoring evidence and selectively editing videos? There, There's Senate committee members that are going up in front of the Senate, giving their evidence, pretty much every single one goes up in there says, Well, reportedly he did this and this person did this with no sources. All their sources are anonymous. They have tweets with verified check markers, the blue check mark that you see on Twitter, that means a verified user. They have verified tweets from Twitter users that aren't verified. They're doctoring verified Twitter users because they have so little evidence that they need something that makes their case look like they have a case, which they don't. And then they're showing videos of his speeches from January 6th where they're editing out the part. They're just letting the video play where he says, we're going to march down to the Capitol and then they're cutting it off, not including... The part where we're gonna to go to the Capitol peacefully and patriotically. I would argue that's a pretty big point. If you're gonna play the video, you should probably play the whole thing, give it some context. But they don't, they don't have an interest in doing that. They just want to show the on they want to show the the selectively edited versions. They want to doctor their tweets so it looks like they have all this evidence. They don't. They don't have anything. And if you go on Instagram, you'll see an everybody's story, oh It'll have this little checkbox that says guilty because of all this evidence or not guilty because we need the insurrectionist vote. How can you say there's all this evidence and that he's guilty because there's all this evidence when you have so little evidence that you have to doctor evidence so it looks like you have any evidence? You have to selectively edit videos to create your evidence. Are you kidding? You're literally wasting your own time. You're wasting everybody's time. You, you ran for the last year trying to get Donald Trump out. You got him out. And now you're wasting all your time that you have now on what? On what? To impeach a citizen? To impeach somebody that's already out of office? It makes no sense to me. Anyway, well, I'll move on to a new topic. We'll talk about something I hinted at a little bit earlier with on Joe Biden's first day. He signed an executive order to stop the construction of the Keystone Pipeline. And, you know, to me, it's just terrible timing. We have to think about this. So we're in a pandemic. People have been out of work for, I mean, unemployment is insane right now. I mean, millions of Americans are living off unemployment. Nobody can find a job right now. Businesses are closing because of all these lockdowns that are going on. So to me, it just seems a little odd that we're going to lose 10,000 jobs to stop the Keystone Pipeline. And then when you ask the press secretary, why are we doing this and uh, what do you tell the workers that, lost their job, she's going to laugh at you and say, oh, they can find a green job. But then when you ask her, where are the green jobs? Oh, they're not here yet. So we're going to lay off people that have a job currently in a pandemic. We're going to lay those people off so they can live on unemployment, take even more of the government's money. So maybe somewhere in the future, they can hopefully have a green job. That seems like it's uh the timeline's a little backwards. I feel like maybe we should uh, lay these people off when they have other jobs lined up. So they're not unemployed, especially in a pandemic, you know, so we don't have to fund them too because they were making money. I mean, I what do I know though? I'm not the president. I'm just uh, some college kid. It is what it is, you know, we had to stop the pipeline so we could cause more pollution by getting our oil from Saudi Arabia instead and, you know, fly it over, boat it over and then transport on our trucks here, you know, way more energy efficient though, to be energy dependent rather than independent, but whatever. I mean, I mean, obviously Joe Biden knows a lot more than me about that because from the outside looking in that, that's an interesting one Joe and uh, you know last but not least today we're gonna get into probably the biggest biggest thing in our country in the last year is the coronavirus. over the last few days we found out that Governor Cuomo, the governor of New governor of New York uh, he was covering up, the fact that he was having sick patients go back into nursing homes. As as we all know, the coronavirus is extremely lethal to old people. It doesn't really affect the young people that much, but it's very, very bad for the old people. So the fact that Governor Cuomo thought it would be the smart move to put sick people into nursing homes with these old people you know it's, a, it's an interesting move by him uh especially since you know he he was supposed to be the the one that did it right he won you know what, an emmy for how he handled the coronavirus you know CNN his brother you know was always saying wow i am so proud of you we, we did such a good job you you set the groundwork of how we should handle the coronavirus in this country, but uh, little did anybody know. Well, actually, a lot of people knew. Uh, it's been covered on a lot of, you know, pages on YouTube and stuff over the past few months. But you know, never on mainstream media because you know you gotta you gotta cover for your Democrats here. But uh, yeah, he was. Sending sick people back into nursing homes. And now I don't I don't know why he was doing that. I'm sure he had his reasons. Two reasons that I've seen popping up a lot are one was the biggest way that people were saying were judging how you're doing is how many sick people were in your hospitals. And so if you took the sick people out of your hospitals and put them back into the nursing homes, then well, you're you're doing a good job, I guess. Um and you know, we went through that whole point where we had to lock down to flatten the curve. So the hospitals didn't get overrun. So I guess in that aspect, it kind of makes sense, but at the same time, I feel like it's kind of counterintuitive to put all those old people at risk. And, you know, it doesn't really make sense to me, but you know, it is what it is. And second reason I've been seeing a lot is that, you know, it was just, To raise the death count higher. I don't I don't believe this one. I wanna make that very clear. I don't think that I think the first one is a lot more likely than the second one. Second one I've seen tossed around. I just wanna put it out there so people know what people are saying. I'm not saying I believe in this one, I'm just saying people other people maybe do, okay? You know, it's my first, second podcast. I'm not gonna say all this this super controversial thing right off the bat. right, we'll save that one for like episode ten. But another reason I've been seeing is that he wanted to raise the death counter because he knew that it would just get blamed on Trump anyway. I mean, I can see it, but I mean, I really don't. I don't think that no matter how bad you think Cuomo is, I don't think that he's purposely killing the people just to make Donald Trump look bad. I mean, I wouldn't put it past a lot of Democrats, but I mean, that's without a lot of evidence. That's that's a bold accusation act to be making but either way i mean the fact that this guy is supposed to be the figurehead of how to handle the coronavirus and all this is hiding the fact that he's putting literal sick people out of hospitals and into nursing homes you know how many people's family members or loved ones probably died because of this i mean there's there's banners hanging over New York freeways saying Cuomo killed my grandma and I mean to be honest I I can't disagree with him Cuomo definitely knew the dangers going into this policy but he decided to do it anyway and you know this just this kind of goes goes to show the bias in media I mean we've seen I mean Florida it's been open for this whole time I mean You see the Super Bowl. I mean, you see the Super Bowl after parties and all this stuff. I mean, people are running around everywhere without a mask on, living life, going to sporting events, all this stuff. And you turn on the news and their governor is getting absolutely destroyed. Everybody's like, that's exactly what you shouldn't do. But if you look at how the states are doing, New York is far worse off than Florida. Which is just crazy. I mean, we all know that, I mean, all these news organizations, they're all lean. They all lean to the Democrats. But, like, to just turn a blind eye to the governor of New York literally sending sick patients into a nursing home where he knows that the people in that nursing home are the most at risk to die from this disease. And then going on the news and, you know, accepting his Emmy and... Having all these people just sucking him off because of how good he did—I mean, it's it's honestly disgusting. It it really is. I mean, come on. I mean, you by you would think that this guy is God if you turned on CNN a few months ago because of how good he did. I mean, and, and to their cry, I mean, right now they are they are kind of hitting him, but I mean that shows you how bad it is. If CNN is coming after FOMO, holy shit, man, he must have done something. I mean, he did. He definitely did do something. So, I mean, they they should be hounding it. But, like, this is something that people have been talking about for months. Like, literally, like, Stephen Crowder talked about this six months ago. And, I mean, a little secret, too, is this, this kind of stuff is happening in Michigan, too. But, I mean, it's not uncovered by the media yet. So, maybe in a few months, they'll hit us with that one, too. They seem to be, you know just rubbing everything else that we've been saying for the last year in our faces a year later once it's too late to do anything about it. I mean, they did it with the coronavirus so many times. After right after the election, you know, for the whole beginning of 2020, they told everybody, "Oh, Trump is so xenophobic because he calls it the China virus and all this stuff because and he has no evidence that it started in China." And China, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to have full podcasts on China because China is really like my my most passionate subject. I have so much to say about China. China covers everything up. Like you cannot trust anything China says. The fact that we had people in the United States believing China when they said that it could have came from here. And it definitely didn't come from a lab in Wuhan. That's sad. I mean like they literally have concentration camps over there they're doing so many things under the radar because they fund everything in America. <laughs> and I, I, it's it's so bad. Like Trump was xenophobic because he called the China virus and all this stuff. And he shut down travel to China and you know, Donald Trump's racist because of that as soon as Joe Biden wins, you know, top headline is, Oh, leaked evidence that the virus probably did come from China, and you know what, they covered it up, I mean, these are things that right-wing media has been saying for, at this point, a year, and it's, they were called racist, xenophobic, all these things because of it, and as soon as they're out of power, all these left-wing media's like, oh yeah, yeah, they were doing that, but I mean, it's too late now. Uh, cause you know, and it's okay because Trump is racist, so it's okay that we said those things. Like, come on. And now, too, Joe Biden, you know, he wants to get us back into the World Health Organization, which is basically the CHO, the China Health Organization, because China's paying all their bills, and I mean, it's so apparent. I, I don't know. Probably nobody has seen this video unless you've you you watch, you know, Steven Crowder. This is my favorite video. I've seen him play it probably two or three times recently. Uh he played it again today, so uh if you want to see it, go look through his uh February sixteenth edition of Loud Earth Crowder. And you'll you'll find it. But uh it's a uh, leader of the World Health Organization doing an interview with a Taiwanese woman, and you know, the interview's going well until she asks about if taiwan can uh maybe gain entry into the world health organization and as some of you may or may not know uh china and taiwan uh don't really get along china won't admit that china uh, that taiwan is a country so if you even so like china thinks that taiwan they own taiwan basically and taiwan is not independent so you know if you ask anything about taiwan you, you can't talk about taiwan being independent on their own for anything, if China is involved, you know, they'll, they won't they will really appreciate that one. So the reason I, you know, you know that the World Health Organization is so corrupted by China is when this Taiwanese woman asked uh, if Taiwan can maybe, you know, get in on the World Health Organization. Um, the uh, World Health Organization uh, leader pretended that he couldn't hear the question. He was on a Zoom call, so, you know, it's easy to do that. And then when she tried to re-ask the question, he said, no, 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 no. We can just move on to a new question, which is interesting because, you know, how would you know that you didn't want to answer that one if you didn't hear it? But she fights on anyway, and she re-asked the question, and he just hangs up the Zoom call. I mean, if you need any more evidence to what kind of organization the WHO is, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I strongly suggest you go look for that video because it is, it's one of my favorites for sure. And it really just shows how powerful China is. Like, they control everything. They they pay because f- they pay for everything. I mean, they control media in the United States even. They control sports. You can see any. I mean, they control Disney. Disney just did a movie out in China right next to some concentration camps. But, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter because China's paying for them. So they can't say anything about those. The NBA, you know. They need those Jersey sales in China. They need that uh, China money. So they can't say anything about all the labor atrocities going on over there. And if you dare stand up for Hong Kong or Taiwan, you know, you're going to get kicked out. And, you know, yeah. To be honest, I just kind of went on a rant there. I don't even remember where this started. Uh, I think it started with Cuomo putting people in the nursing home and ended in how uh, terrible China is probably how a lot of these podcasts will end because man i really not a fan of chinese communist party but anyway uh i think that's gonna wrap up this episode of thinking right podcast thank you for joining me and i'll see you next time